There seem to be two types of people out there right now. The ones that are baking sourdough bread from scratch, starting businesses, reading books, taking online art classes, and coming out of quarantine with more money than before, a clean house, and maybe even the ability to do more push-ups than ever before. And then there's the other people, the ones who are binge-watching Netflix and are so out of the routine that they feel like they're hardly getting through the days. Of course, to match that, there's these two narratives that you see out there on the news, on social media, and coming from experts. It's either the narrative that there's never been a better time to get it all done, to organize your closets, to learn a language, or to bake banana bread. It's the same narrative that says things like, well, if you used to say you had no time to do anything and you still haven't done it, now you know it was just an excuse. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like the billionaires are saying this. It's basically if you're not being productive, you're lazy. Then there's the other side. There's a message that it is okay to do nothing in a pandemic, that it's okay to not be productive, that you don't have to do anything, that it's okay to not be okay. So what is it? Which one is the truth? Listen in. By the end of this episode, you're going to understand the importance of feeling and processing and how that relates to this bigger question around productivity. You're going to know what's right for you and have a new understanding of what it really means to be productive right now. Most of all, I want you to be able to decide for yourself whether being productive is right for you or not, beyond just today, beyond this episode, beyond this week, and going forward in your life. By the end of this episode, you're going to know how to ask yourself what is right so you avoid the burnout of overproduction and the inertia of being stuck. Golden Girl, you're going to know what's right for you, which is going to allow you to be as productive as you want in a way that leaves you feeling great, feeling energized, and honestly has nothing to do with banana bread or Netflix. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 25 of Golden Girl's podcast. I can hardly believe that we are this many episodes in, and I have to tell you, I'm seriously just having the best time creating these for you, so thanks for listening. I want to start this episode with a listener shout out, and this is from, okay, I totally don't know how to say this, Fadui, F-D-E-W-I, it's in the show notes, um, and they're sharing this from France, and the review says, very inspiring. Thank you so much for truly wonderful and inspiring talks. I really enjoy listening to your podcast. Thank you, Lisa. Okay. So cool. Thank you so much. Uh, Also, how amazing and humbling is it that you guys are listening from around the world? Even though right now we can't travel, and you guys should know, traveling is a big part of who I am and what I love. This just makes our podcast, our community, and every single one of you that much more meaningful to me right now. Even though we can't be together in person or we can't travel, it is so special that we still get to connect. And I can't even tell you how grateful I am for this platform and for you listening wherever you are from all around the world. The super cool thing is, and I I get to see the stats, it's really amazing. We have listeners in over 23 countries so far, from Canada, the US, New Zealand, the UK, Philippines, Spain, Jordan, Singapore, Mexico, Tunisia, 
Denmark, Thailand, and even more. Like, it's actually insane. I haven't even listed all the countries. But I want you to know, no matter where you're listening from, you matter. And I would love to hear from you. Please, right now, especially if you're listening on your desktop, super easy, pull it up um, and take a moment and leave a written review and let me know what you think of Golden Girls Podcast and where you're listening from. I would love to do a shout out for you as well and daydream some more about where you're listening from. Today, I think we're all daydreaming a little extra about France, maybe some wine and baguettes thanks to that super lovely review. All right, let's dive in and talk about productivity and how to know whether you should be productive right now or if it's okay to not be productive. I think we've all seen these two narratives. The, on one hand, you know, the hustle, do it now, get it done, go, go, go. And the other side, the I'm afraid right now, or I'm feeling anxious, I can't focus, and I can't be productive. Let me tell you that neither one of these are actually that healthy. The first one can be a sign that we're avoiding an emotion. And the second one is can be a sense of us being stuck in emotion. And in isolation, neither of them work. I'm recording this episode June 24th, 2020 uh, in the COVID-19 pandemic, and this is what I've observed. I've seen lots of people go right into hustle mode, and maybe this is you, but a lot of you guys did it because, let's be honest, you're uncomfortable with doing nothing. You're uncomfortable sitting in what you might be covering up unconsciously, and so what you're doing is you're grinding or hustling or being productive. And yes, this is a real thing. We default often to being busy. I've talked about this before because it's something that I've struggled with. I know it's a real thing. And so I'm not coming here to judge you or tell you that, you know, that you're wrong for doing this or any of those things. But I also know that it's not ideal to just dive into productivity and just dive into trying to do all the things because we're just uncomfortable being less busy or uncomfortable with what's actually there. Then there's the other side of this, where you've felt the fear, you felt doubt, you've struggled to focus, but you're still there. And we're a few months in now. And every time you see someone post or say something like, it's okay to not be productive, you take that as permission to stay where you are, which is feeling that fear, feeling that doubt, feeling that anxiety, that lack of focus. And the truth is that you haven't moved through it and you haven't processed it. So what I'm saying is this, here's here's the truth. I can't tell whether whether you baked the bread or doubled your business or lost 15 pounds or wrote your book or if you found the end of Netflix. I can't tell whether you did that from a place that's conscious or unconscious. And I can't tell you if it has served you or not served you or if it's going to continue to serve you or not. I don't know that. But you know. Basically, if you feel great about your decision, whether it is to be productive or to take some you time and not be productive – then you're probably on the right track. Keep listening in to be sure. But if you feel like you did what you needed, which is seriously the whole point of this episode, then fabulous. But I also know this, that it is not the case for most people. And you know the truth. You know if you've avoided the emotions or if you're stuck in them. You know if you have unconsciously or maybe consciously automatically moved into busy mode to hustle mode. You know that if you've done that, you still have to process some stuff. And you also know that if you've allowed yourself to stay lazy or unproductive and stay stuck in emotions, that you also need to process those. So let's talk about what we actually do. So from there, what we have to do is we have to just gain awareness of what is there and recognize the emotions, the trauma, and the healing you may have to do. I want to say this. This is very real. 
for this is actually such a fascinating time in history. If you're listening to this during the COVID-19 pandemic, worldwide, we've all experienced something collectively. And no matter who you are or what you are, there's something that has been lost for you. Whether it is even just a chance to meet someone or a trip that you've had to cancel or a wedding, something in your life you have lost and it is important to process those things. There's there's so much fear happening. I don't know anybody that was immune to the fear or the anxiety that happened when the pandemic really started to take give way in our in our world and in your in our communities. Here's the thing. We've all gone through something and it's critical to feel this, to honor it and to release those feelings and frankly that trauma. Um for anyone thinking that's not me, I'm like the most hunky-dory person, I invite you to just look in the mirror one more time. And check in with yourself. Is there anything that you may have buried? Maybe your wedding was canceled, but you just buried yourself in the next to-do. And hey, now you're fluent in German. Good for you. I want you to back it up and honor if there was some emotion there, if there's something there that needs to be processed. And vice versa. You know, you may have had a, a trip canceled and, or maybe you've lost your lost your job. Like These are real things that we've had to process. Maybe you've lost someone close to you. And you buried yourself in Netflix or oversleeping or not taking care of yourself. We need to back this up because truly most of us have had real grief, drama, loss. We cannot bypass this. And you guys know that this always comes back to you. It does. So I want to say one more thing on this because really the first step is getting that awareness and recognizing what healing you may have to do. But the second little piece of this, the layer that I want you to do is to pay attention to how you're showing up right now during this uncertainty, during this change in your life, because how you're showing up for this is likely a pattern and likely how you're showing up for more than just this. So pay attention. Are you burying your head in the sand? Are you getting into the busy projects and avoiding? Are you getting stuck in fear? Are you getting overwhelmed in social media or news? What are you doing? Let me share with you my story and how this has helped me moving forward. So a couple years ago in 2016, Fort McMurray had a massive wildfire, one of the biggest in Canadian history. And Fort McMurray is a community that I used to live in, that I had family and friends in, that my husband was in as the fire happened. And this was, my gosh, if you guys are listening to this, um, I just want to say like my experience was nowhere near what it was like to actually be in the fires. But even just um, being an observer was so challenging for me and it completely buried me. There was so much trauma and anxiety and stress that happened. And again, I wasn't even there. I was safely in Vancouver. But knowing what my family and friends were going through and knowing what was happening in that community, it threw me off for several months. Now, I did a few things to help. Like I helped some friends that came to stay with us. I helped people find accommodation. I hosted a fundraiser. I did some stuff. But if I'm being honest, it was probably about two months where I was stuck. I spent like 18 hours a day, and yes, that much, a lot of days, paralyzed, stuck to Twitter, stuck to the news on Facebook, trying to figure out exactly what was going on. And that was completely me living in fear and drowning in information, just trying to take it all in instead of processing it, A, processing it, and B, consciously deciding what I would do next and how I could be the best version of me to do this. 
looking back, I know that there's so much more potential that I had that I really could have stepped up and led, that I really could have helped, or at least I could have gotten some sleep and I, I didn't have to completely be so stressed and anxious and unhealthy and put my business on pause for two months. I know that. That was a lesson for me. And how you've responded to COVID can also give you some insights for future challenges that you hit. For me, after having been through the Fort McMurray fire and having reflected on that, I understood and I saw it. I had this awareness. So when COVID hit, I knew I knew myself and I knew my tendency would be to try and know all the details, to get stuck in the weeds, the Twitter, the social media, the news. And this is these are my defaults. So yours might be different. But what I did is I, I had already deleted my news app, which was great timing, and I kept it deleted from my phone. I set timers. I still needed to read a little bit of news because things were changing so fast. But I set timers. I set boundaries with my family who kept wanting to like share news articles and all that stuff with me. And most importantly, I did daily check-ins and sometimes like more often with Troy to check in on our emotions, how we were doing. I also made sure that I set up the non-negotiables for how I needed to feel. And I was probably the most consistent I've been about exercise in a very long time during the first 10 to 12 weeks of the pandemic. I did like an eight-week workout challenge. I was working out five days a week. I was getting really good sleep. Like I, I didn't get it perfect. Like let's let's just put that out there right now. But I did it a heck of a lot better than I did the first time I, I was in an uncertain situation. And you'll do it better too every single time. So don't guilt yourself if you didn't, if you're not doing a perfect job. Just learn from it. Just get that awareness. Just that's all that I did. And I feel like it helped me so much more the second time that I had something really scary and traumatic happen in my life. It's all about just getting awareness and all just about doing things a little bit better every time. So I wanted to share that story with you so you can hear what I'm saying and see how the, it's not about doing it perfectly or guilting myself for doing it wrong the first time. It's about learning from it and doing better in the future. And that's what I want you to do too. Okay, let's talk about what's next. So if we're being honest, you probably know that if you defaulted right into, you know, the Netflix and doing nothing or straight into busy hustler mode, there's probably something for you to process. And if you know what that is, then you've got to actually feel the feelings and you need to feel to heal. That means figuring out what you're actually feeling or what you've been avoiding. Now here's what I believe. I believe that pitting productivity against well-being is the wrong fight to be having. What it is about is it's about allowing well-being to be personal and to sitting with that sitting with that discomfort so that we can have growth and opportunities and move forward. So you might need to feel discomfort. You might need to feel sadness or grief. Maybe there's relief, you know, relief that certain things are no longer obligations. What I know is this, and that is that every emotion is a lesson and a tool to learn. And if you don't pay attention, you miss the signs. Let me give you some examples. And I know some of you guys have felt this. I've been working through this with some of my clients. That again, they until we pause, until we have these coaching conversations, until we work through it, they don't even realize it. But I've had clients that have felt relief when a certain part of their job was no longer canceled. And that was so eye-opening for them. If if you ignore signs like that and you, you, know, you just keep going into hustle mode, then you're missing out on what your heart and your mind and your soul is telling you. And for this client, they realize that there's actually like a, a better or like a different shift they can do in their career that's going to be even better for them. But if they hadn't had the pause, if they hadn't actually felt the feeling and realized that they had like this relief, which was kind of, which was pretty unexpected, they never would realize that there's something better out there for them. So it doesn't even have to always be negative things. It's about processing and feeling what you're feeling. You have to go through it. 
There's lots of ways to do this. You know, coaching is definitely one of those. Sometimes we need to cry it out. Sometimes we need to journal, talk to a friend, work with a therapist. Sometimes you need to sweat, get that aggression out. I seriously believe exercise makes a huge difference. Do what works for you. And there's probably lots of other ideas. Look at what's worked for you in the past. But if you've been stuck for a while, get moving. And if you're really stuck in grief, in fear, doubt, lack of focus, lack of inspiration, lack of motivation, my friend, get support. Let's not keep you stuck. Let's keep moving forward. So only when you've done this, only when you've got the awareness of what you need to process and when you've actually started working through it and started processing this, then you can move on and only after you've done that. Okay, before I tell you what's next, let's talk about a few truths here. So when we talk about productivity, this is super important to know. If it it is not productive, if you're doing things that you don't want to or need to do, right? That's just wasting time. Even though it might make us feel better because we're actually doing something, it feels like we're checking boxes. And it also doesn't serve you to force yourself to be productive if you're already exhausted. That also doesn't work. But I don't believe in staying stuck. I want to talk for a minute about psychology because I've seen a lot of this narrative come from psychology around it's okay to not be okay and some narrative like that. So let's say this. I want you to remember that psychology is like medicine. It is rooted in fixing what's wrong. And so there's nothing wrong with this. Like if you have a broken bone, you go to a doctor. If you have cancer, you go to a doctor, right? But the truth is, is that we don't talk to our doctor about high performance. We don't talk to them about feeling great. And the truth is that they rarely know anything about nutrition, sleep, relaxation, self-care, exercise, meditation, all the other facets of health and well-being. They just don't know about it. They literally don't learn about it. And this is not a, a criticism. It is a truth about our medical system today and what our doctors are going through in school. Psychology is very similar. It Again, it's not focused on the high performance and what feels great. It's focused on trauma, depression, mental illness, anxiety. That is what psychology has been designed to do is to help us from those places. Now, I got to say this. It is super important to talk about mental health. I don't want to minimize that at all. And I really truly believe that I am, I'm so glad we're starting to destigmatize this and support mental health in our society you guys probably know this if you've been listening to my podcast. I've struggled with anxiety. And I know this is real. And I know there's power because I've been working with a psychologist. So I don't want to discredit that at all. But I also have to say this. Just like medicine, traditional medicine and your doctor, psychology is not rooted in what's actually working well in our minds or our positive thought patterns. It's rooted in what's not working. There is one school of research or school of thought that does look at, at that, and that is called positive psychology, which tells you something, that there's a whole other body of research for the purpose of what's actually working and how do we learn from people that are high performers. So I want to point this out because, like I said, I've seen a lot of traditional psychology come out with the message that you don't have to be productive, that it's okay to not be okay. And while I agree with that, and those things are absolutely true, that we all have those moments, that I've had my ups and downs, we all have, I have to say this. The narrative that this has to be a terrible, stressful, anxious, scary time, that doesn't serve you either. The narrative, the permission that it's okay to not be okay for a long period of time is not going to elevate you either. Now I say this, and this is so important for you to hear me, I say this not to shame anyone who has struggled. I promise you, and I said it and I'll say it again, if you are struggling, get support, get help. It's okay. You don't have to do it alone. 
And I genuinely mean that. Like I've had ups and downs. I've worked with therapists, with psychologists. Yes, there's such an important purpose in that. Fear and doubt and stress, anxiety, all those things. I've struggled with them. But I also want, and this is the important distinction here, that is not well-being. That is not my best self. And that is not how I want to live my life and spend my days. I need to recognize those things and process those things and continue moving through that. And I want the same for you. My intention here is to elevate you and to help you realize that if you are stuck in the not okay or in the I'm barely surviving, I want you to get support. Okay, I'm going to get on a pedestal here because I seriously believe that we are not meant to suffer indefinitely and that there are ways to move through our trauma, our grief, and our struggles in life and keep going to the other side where there's hope and there's love and there's success and joy and purpose, all of those beautiful things in life. I guess my point is that I really worry that when people see these kinds of narratives that it actually keeps people stuck. And, you know, if it's giving you permission to have ups and downs, great. You can give yourself that permission though too. You don't need it from someone else. And if it's making you think that everyone else is struggling or that it's okay to be asleep at the wheel for a while, then I want to just like come through this microphone and shake you and wake you up to remind you that you have one precious life. One precious life. Pandemic or no pandemic. Anxiety or no anxiety. Loss. Grief. Hope. Success. Joy. Purpose. You are here. Make the most of it. Well-being is what this is about and is about what you want. There are different paths to that. There are light points and dark points. There are ups and downs. But at the end of the day, it's about you and it's about you thriving. That's what we're here for. All right, I will step down the ped- from the pedestal. <sighs> Thanks for listening to that. So what does it look like to hear that and then decide from a healthy perspective and from a well-being perspective what's actually next? Because the truth is, for some of us, being productive and making the most of this quarantine is a great strategy and a wonderful thing to do. And for others of us, this feeling like we have to be productive is actually harming us. And there's a flip side of the coin. There's the doing nothing. For others, staying stuck doing nothing is hurtful and is actually creating more issues. And for others, someone else, taking it easy doing nothing is exactly what you need. So how do you know? It's like we have these two coins. The I'm going to call it the well-being coin and the not-so-well-being, the avoidance coin. And on one side of both of those coins, there's being productive. And on the other side, there is doing nothing. And only you know which coin you're actually holding. Only you know whether you are avoiding or you are doing what is great for you. So how do you know? Well, you check in with yourself. I know, I know you wish I probably could just tell you the answer. But I don't. But this is also great because you're not trying to figure out then whose Instagram posts you should listen to or what blog advice you should take or which podcast is is real. You're listening to your own wisdom. And that seriously is the best one. So here's what you ask yourself. You ask, what will serve me right now? Is what I'm doing working for me? What do I want and what do I need? Those kinds of questions. You, I mean, you, you can use mine, wonderful. If something else comes to your mind, great. But that's what you're just trying to figure out is what I'm doing serving me? What will serve me? What do I want and what do I need? A question that I keep asking myself, and you can try this one too, is what is the story I want to tell from this experience? So for me, this has been around, I want to tell the story of resiliency. I want to tell the story of how it 
this time got me so intentional about what really mattered in my life, about how I made lemonade out of lemons. Like that's the story I want to tell. And so then I get to decide what's going to make me feel like that's what I did. Whatever your answers are, no matter what you really believe is going to serve you, what you want, what you need, you then honor those answers. That is your truth. Okay? Don't honor what some meme on Facebook tells you to do, even if a billionaire said it or a psychologist said it. No, no, no. (laughs) Don't let this fear or the pressure take you down. Do what your answer is. Honor your answers. For some of you guys, this is going to mean that you take 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is, a day for you. Okay? Non-negotiable. You do that. For some of you, it's going to mean that you hug your kids longer and spend more time with them. For others, this is going to mean that you stop waiting, that you get off the couch and you do a virtual museum tour, that you start to write your book, that you do that thing that is in your heart. As long as you've already, you know, processed the emotions and what you want to do, what you want to accomplish is in service to you and what you truly want. The last thing you do is that you take action on the right things. And when you know what that is for you, you go and you make that happen. Or alternatively, you stop making things happen and you be Let me reaffirm why this matters so much and why I don't want to, quote, let people off the hook with just being productive or not being productive because there is no easy answer. And here's why. Let's let's talk for a minute about habits. Right now, whether we realize it or not, I'm thinking most of us don't realize this, but you are creating new habits. Whether you are in the productivity hustle camp or in the I'm hardly getting through the day camp, you're creating habits. And that is why. That is why this matters. That is why in good conscience, I cannot say to you, go ahead and do nothing but feel like crap for the next, how long? Two months, six months, 18 months? Nope, I can't do that. Your life is too too darn short for that. And I also can't tell you to just keep hustling, keep grinding, keep getting through. You'll, you'll make it through for the next how long till, till you burn out. I can't do that to you. Those, those feelings, your ambivalence or the routine, routines that you're creating that make you feel a crap, like crap, whether it is not allowing yourself to sleep, not allowing yourself to rest, it's a lack of exercise, a lack of social connection, whether it is the routine of binge watching or binge drinking or binge eating, whatever those things are, you know what you're doing. If you let yourself go ahead and do nothing but feel like crap for the next several months, that behavior is going to become your habit and that's going to become your pattern. If you hustling and grinding through and not taking care of yourself and not doing the right things for you, if you keep doing that for the next several months, that's also going to become your pattern. That's also going to become your habits. And guys, we do not want to create habits that don't serve us long term. Be conscious of the habits you are creating in your life. Let the habits you create be a vote for the person you want to be and the life you want to be living. Pandemic or no pandemic, guys, this is your life. I want you to be conscious to know exactly what habits you are creating and cultivating because that is going to define who you are, what you get out of the experience, and what your life is going to be like in the future. And that's why I can't just let this go. That's why this is so important. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> Basically, there's two narratives out there and two two ways that most people are reacting to the pandemic or most people are Actually, I should say this. I should say this at the beginning. How most people react to life. They either hustle, show up, do all the things, do it now, go, 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 or they get stuck and they feel afraid or they get stuck in self-doubt or anxiety or stress. And so much of this stems from avoiding emotions or getting stuck in emotions. And neither one of those are healthy. What's 
really important. And again, if, if you feel like you've been productive or like you've taken a break and you feel great, amazing. Pay attention to that and congratulate yourself, recognize that and pay attention to what you did so that you can do that again anytime you feel that temptation in the future so that you know what it is that worked for you and what didn't and you can adjust going forward. But let's say that it's not working for you, that you're listening to this because you've been you don't know which one is right. You don't know which one is right for you. So let's let's go back a step and remember that you need to get awareness and recognize emotions, trauma, or healing that you have to do. We've all been through something or a lot of us are still going through something, whether it's a loss of a job, a loss of um, a trip that we got to go on, a, a loss of a close family member, fear, stress, like all the things we've, we've gone through it and we have to really recognize it. And then feel the feelings and process it. And that means figuring out what you've actually been feeling and then going through it. And I gave you some tips, you know, journaling, meditating, talking it out, friend, talk to a therapist, get support on this guy's um, exercise, like do what you need to do to process and move through. Once you have allowed yourself to process and you are from a, looking at this from a perspective of health and well-being, then you decide what is right for you. And you ask yourself, what's serving me? What will serve me going forward? What do I want and what do I need? And remember the question that I keep saying is, what's the story I want to tell from this experience? What's the experience I want to have? Then and only then can you take action on the right things. And when you know that is, that that's when you go make it happen or when you stop making all the things happen and just be. Remember this, guys. You are consciously or unconsciously, you are creating habits today. Make sure that the habits you are creating are going to serve you and elevate you. You've only got one life. Take care of you and the rest is going to take care of itself. Now, whether you're listening to this and you've been uber productive or maybe you've given yourself a little too much leeway to load up on the Netflix, if you're listening to this and you're human, chances are after everything you've been through, you're ready to refresh. I've been talking to so many of you guys and I know you're ready to feel inspired again, but for the right purpose and it being intentional about it. You know, not just baking bread or mindlessly organizing your office or whatever other distraction has worked for you so far. Let's get real here. The next couple months and maybe even the next few years are going to be unpredictable and none of us know what to expect. But I do know this, that if you are listening to this, that you are not willing to waste any more time, that you're not willing to guilt yourself for feeling that the first half of the year was a waste or like you didn't do enough or like maybe you did too much. And let me say this, like nothing is a waste. Nothing is a waste if you learn from it. I know so many of you guys are ready to take the pressure off yourself and stop feeling like you should be further along because trust me, you are exactly where you are meant to be. And from all of our conversations, from hearing from you guys, from your messages and knowing where you're at, I decided to do something extra special. So I've never done this before, but I'm really pumped and I'm going to do it a few times going forward this summer. So stay tuned. Um, What I'm hosting is a live, well, virtual live workshop. And our first one is happening Tuesday, July 7th. And it is our mid-year refresh workshop. And if you are feeling like you're ready to get inspired, like you want to lean into what's right for you and you want some guidance to do this, come and join us. It is happening live July 7th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time online. So there's going to be you and me and our community of incredible women. And we're going to be ready to jump in to reflect and refresh and take action on the right things. So if you are looking to get intentional about how you're going to spend the rest of your year, if you want to feel proactive and in control instead of feeling like you're always just reacting to things that are happening to you, if you want to have clarity on what's important to you and clarity on your goals, guys, you 
come and grab your ticket. We're going to, together, we're going to release the shame and the guilt no matter where you're at, no matter what's happened. You're going to create your next goal plan. You're going to stop pressuring yourself to feel like you should be further along. And you're going to take action, whether it's big or small, to help make the most of your year. And honestly, like at the end of this day, you are going to feel energized. That's what I want for you. I want you to feel energized and ready to rock your summer and the rest of the year and beyond. This workshop, there's going to be five different pieces to it. And honestly, it's worth hundreds of dollars. So there's so much amazing content in there. But as a member of our community, I wanted to do something super special. So tickets are only $23 US. Spaces are super limited. It's Zoom, so I can only have so many people. And it's all first come, first serve. So trust me, you do not want to miss this. Go to lisamichaud.com forward slash workshop to go get your seat. And I'll drop the link in the show notes below. If you're listening to this at some point in the future, go to that link anyways and check out because I will keep that link active with whatever our next workshop is after I know what you guys want and how I can help you most. So look, I know that the last few months have thrown you off a bit. They've thrown us all off and that's totally okay. What is not okay is for you to stay stuck, for you to stay unmotivated, to stay confused. It is not okay for you to continue to put off your dreams and your goals and to keep just surviving. I want you to stop feeling the pressure and stop feeling like you're behind, especially when that's just not the truth. I know this, my friend. You are born for more. You're born to live life, to grow from challenges just like this one, and to be the most incredible version of you. So join me on Tuesday, July 7th for our live workshop to shift your energy, to get inspired and intentional, and walk away refocused and refreshed and ready to make the most of this year no matter what it brings. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of my community. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on social media. Share it with someone you love. And hey, for only $23, if you got a friend, a family member, someone you love, sister-in-law, team member who you think would also enjoy our live Midsummer Refresh Workshop, grab a ticket for her too. I am so excited to meet you guys. I can't wait to meet you live. Well, virtually, of course. And connect with you and help you make the most of the summer, the year, based on what matters most to you. Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.